I am a poor man. I am begging the government to help in treating the boy. By even admitting him in the hospital, they should also find somewhere for us so that we can settle on our home without becoming a burden to neighbors. Abaka is Bana's father, appealing for help to manage his son's life so other family members can hope for a better future. Do you remember Bana? In our fifth episode, Displaced by the Military, we met him. He was picked up when he was 17 years old, shortly after the Boko Haram insurgency broke out in 2009, while returning home from the Sendakiari Mi Secondary School and had been preparing to write his senior school leaving examination. His family was unable to locate or reach him until 2014 when Giwa Barracks was invaded by Boko Haram fighters and hundreds of detainees escaped. Bayana was found at a hospital and in such a terrible condition that he could neither speak nor sit up. He spent three months at the hospital. After he got better physically, it dawned on his family that he was mentally ill. So, they spent another month at the psychiatric hospital. But seven years down the line, Bayana is still not well. And the government has offered no help yet. Hello, before we get into the rest of today's episode, I'd like to tell you about a new podcast brought to you by Human Angle. It's called The Crisis Room. Each week, we look at security trends across the country and answer the tough questions around them. Listen to the end of this podcast to hear a bit of the latest episode. This is Vestiges of Violence, a weekly podcast about personal stories of violence victims. For Human Angle, I am Hamida. Back in March, the family received a modest donation from a private source, which they used to seek medical help and purchase medicine. According to his mother, that was the last time. When the drugs were exhausted, his situation became bad again. He would even undress, but he's better than before. Now he can eat when he's hungry and drink water when he's thirsty. He also used to just cry, but now he doesn't. There was nothing from the government. In 2017, representatives from the Ministry of Health visited their house after Amnesty International, an advocacy group, notified a presidential committee about their case. They have not returned. They met me at my place of work and... We came here to see the boy. They came and saw him with their files. They didn't come back again. When I went to see them at the office, they told me they have forwarded the file to the governor, Kashim Shatima. Up to now, there's nothing. Bayana's condition has halted his family's ability to dream. His 14-year-old sister, Fatima, had to quit school so as to be at home to cater for him. 
She was in primary four at a formal school and primary two at a Quranic school when Bana was found. This hurts their mother a lot. She, she left all of them because there's no one to take care of him. When I worked as a cleaner, she was alone at home with the boy and the boy would sometimes run outside and disturb people. She couldn't handle him well. So I left the work as a cleaner and joined her. The girl would have to be taking care of the boys too because if there's no one, the boy would throw this tool away. Fatima wants her brother to get proper medical treatment so she can go back to school. I want to be a medical doctor to help people who are sick. Just a reminder that you can be one of the first to subscribe to an all-new podcast from Human Angle. The Crisis Room will help you make sense of security trends across the country and answer the tough questions around them. Here is a bit from the latest episode. It was one shot, then another, before the driver slowed down and parked somewhere between Rija and Sabombirini. He inspected his tires, hoping that the sounds did not come from them. Satisfied and hopeful, he continued driving. Moments later, the car lost control and hit a ditch. It was then Tenny, her three young children, and the other passengers realized why. Their driver had been shot dead. They were abducted by the attackers and suffered heavily while their families tried to raise the ransom. I am Maria Mustafa. And I am Mosala Abdullah. Welcome to the Crisis Room by Human Angle. Each week, we will look at security trends across the country and answer the tough questions around them. Search for the Crisis Room wherever you listen to your favorite podcast. Subscribe and follow for new weekly episodes and go to humananglemedia.com for more. This is an episode of Vestiges of Violence. It was written by Anita Ebaibi and edited by Osato Edobai, produced by Abba Toko. A quick note about our voice acting. All dramatizations in this episode are based on actual interviews conducted with the subjects. Voice acting by Ihoma Ilu, Chigozie Victor, and Yakin Akinwali. The consulting producer is Osato Edobai. Senior producer is Anita Ebaibi. The executive producer is Ahmed Selkida. For more stories, go to humananglemedia.com and find more episodes wherever you get your podcasts. I am Hamida. <laughs> <laughs>